Chapter forty seven of the Queen's Necklace by Alexandre Dumas, translated by Henry L. Williams. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Jeanne protected. Mistress of such a secret, rich in such a future, and supported by such a friend, Jeanne felt herself strong against the world. To appear at court no longer as a suppliant, as the poor mendicant drawn from poverty by Madame de Boulanvilliers, but as a valois, with an income of one hundred thousand francs, to be called the favorite of the queen, and consequently governing the king and state through her. Such was the panorama that floated before the eyes of Jeanne. She went to Versailles. She had no audience promised, but she trusted to her good fortune, and as the queen had received her so well before, all the officials were anxious to serve her. Therefore, one of the doorkeepers said aloud as the queen came from the chapel to one of her gentlemen, "'Monsieur, what am I to do? Here is Madame la Comtesse de la Motte Valois asking admission, and she has no letter of audience.' The queen heard and turned round. "'Did you say Madame de la Motte Valois was here?' she asked. "'Your Majesty, the doorkeeper, says so.' "'I will receive her. Bring her to the bathroom.' The man told Jean what he had done. She drew out her purse, but he said, "'Will Madame la Comtesse allow this debt to accumulate? Some day she can pay me with interest.' "'You are right, my friend. I thank you.' Marie Antoinette looked serious when Jean entered. "'She suppose I am come again to beg,' thought Jean. "'Madame,' said the Queen, I have not yet had an opportunity to speak to the king. Oh, your majesty has already done too much for me. I ask nothing more. I came. She hesitated. Is it something urgent that you did not wait to ask for an audience? Urgent? Yes, madame, but not for myself. For me, then? and the queen conducted her into the bathroom, where her women were waiting for her. Once in the bath she sent them away. "'Now, Countess.' "'Madame,' said Jeanne, "'I am much embarrassed.' "'Why so?' "'Your Majesty knows the kindness I have received from Monsieur de Rohan.' The queen frowned. "'Well, madame?' "'Yesterday his eminence came to see me.' and spoke to me as usual of your majesty's goodness and kindness. What does he want? I expressed to him all my sense of your generosity, which constantly emptied your purse, and told him that I felt almost guilty in thinking of your majesty's gift to myself, and remembering that, were it not for such liberality, your majesty need not have been forced to deny yourself the beautiful necklace which became you so well. When I related this circumstance to Monsieur de Rohan, I saw him grow pale, and the tears came into his eyes. Indeed, madame, his fine face full of admiration for, and emotion caused by your noble conduct, is ever before my eyes. Well, Countess, if he has impressed you so deeply, I advise you not to let him see it. Monsieur de Rohan is a worldly prelate, 
and gathers the sheep as much for himself as for his lord oh madame it is not i who say it that is his reputation he almost glories in it his trophies are numerous and some of them have made no little scandal well madame i am sure he thought then of no one but your majesty the queen laughed your majesty's modesty will not allow you to listen to praises not from the cardinal i suspect them all it is not my part replied jeanne respectfully to defend any one who has encouraged your majesty's displeasure monsieur de rohan has offended me but i am a queen and a christian and do not wish to dwell on offences jeanne was silent you think differently to me on this subject completely your majesty you would not speak so if you knew what he has done against me but as you have so great a friendship for him i will not attack him again before you you have not then forgotten the diamonds oh madame i have thought of them night and day they will look so well on your majesty what do you mean they are sold to the portuguese ambassador jeanne shook her head not sold cried the queen yes madame but to monsieur de rohan huh, said the queen becoming suddenly cold again oh your majesty cried jeanne do not be ungenerous towards him it was the impulse of a generous heart that your majesty should understand and sympathize with when he heard my account he cried what the queen refuse herself such a thing and perhaps see it one day worn by one of her subjects and when i told him that it was bought for the queen of portugal he was more indignant than ever he cried it is no longer a simple question of pleasure for the queen but of the dignity of the french crown i know the spirit of foreign courts they will laugh at our queen because they happen to have more money to spare and i will never suffer this and he left me abruptly an hour after i heard that he had bought the necklace for one million five hundred thousand franc one million six hundred thousand madame with what intention that at least if your majesty would not have them no one else should are you sure it is not for some mistress i am sure he would rather break it to pieces than see it on any other neck than your own marie antoinette reflected and her expressive countenance showed clearly every thought that passed through her mind at last she said what monsieur de rohan has done is a noble trait of a delicate devotion and you will thank him for me oh yes madame you will add that he has proved to me his friendship and that i accept it but not his gift but madame no but as a loan he has advanced his money and his credit to please me and i will repay him burma has asked for money down yes madame how much one hundred thousand francs 
that is my quarter's allowance from the king i received it this morning it is in advance but still i have it she rang the bell her woman came and wrapped her in warm sheets and then she dressed herself once more alone in her bedroom with jean she said open that drawer and you will see a portfolio here it is madame it holds the one hundred thousand franc count them jean obeyed take them to the cardinal with my thanks each quarter i will pay the same in this manner i shall have the necklace which pleased me so much and if it embarrasses me to pay it at least it will not hurt the king and i shall have gained the knowledge that i have a friend who has guessed my wishes then after a pause you will add countess that monsieur de rohan will be welcome at versailles to receive my thanks jeanne went away full of joy and delight end of chapter forty seven recording by john van stan savannah georgia